What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Bros Talking, the weekly show where two brothers get together and we talk about whatever the heck we want to talk about. My name is Ethan, and as always, I am joined by my brother, Nick. Hello! What is up, dude? How are you? How is your week? How have you been? Tell me all about it. No. Okay. Um, no, I will tell you a little bit about it. Uh, I'm okay. I have a little <laughs> bit of a headache today. Um, I uh, I joined the core of people that are getting microchipped via the vaccine, so I'm very excited about that. Excited to be a... Uh, hey, there you go. Um, a government shrew now. Yep. I'm excited for that. But uh, I think one of the side effects that I'm incurring right now is a headache. So that's nice. That, but, um, that is nice. And it's also a little different. We're recording on a Tuesday right now. I know. This is weird. Yeah. It it threw off my whole fucking vibe. I woke up this morning. I was like, I have to watch Tokyo Drift today. <laughs> like I was totally planning on watching it tomorrow, but I had to watch it today. It was uh, yep. it was different, different. Yeah. So so this is our first ever Tuesday recording of Rose Talking. Granted, it's still gonna come out Thursday the same time. So is it yeah, our first now you Tuesday? Have a free Wednesday. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it is. I'm pretty sure we probably recorded on Tuesday before, but first one in a while. First one in a long time. Yeah. There, there you go. Break, breaking the tradition of our Wednesday recording. Yeah. Um, but other than the headache uh, due to the uh, injection that I had today, um, I think everything's been okay. Been pretty chill. Nothing crazy. It's it's gonna snow again. Which yeah. Sucks. Yeah, we're supposed to get like five inches tonight, which is a little bit of a bummer. But they called for a dusting to four inches for us. So that there's like no idea how much snow we're gonna get. Yeah, that's a lot of in between. <laughs> yeah, and you'll either get like they, they a minimal amount of snow or snow that'll probably inhibit travel travel for you. So yeah, I don't know if I've said this on the pod before, but I think like the meteorologist that's like the dream job where you can be wrong ninety five percent of the time and keep your job. Exactly, that'd be dope. So it, that's like that's a dream gig right there. Yeah. Or, or you just say you're gonna get one to twenty-two inches of snow tomorrow. <laughs> you're right. Like if as long as it snows a little bit, you're correct. So you, you're right. So my fair thing to say, I think being being a meteorologist would be sick. My fair thing to say is like it's fifty-fifty. Either it happens or it doesn't. So I feel like I'd be a very good meteorologist. Yeah. Yep. Fifty percent chance of rain all day or all week next week. Yep. It's either gonna rain or, or it's not. Or you know, it's not. Yeah. It's fifty-fifty. Either that happens or it doesn't happen. You know. You never know. That's how fifty percent. That's how probability works, right? I learned that. I learned that in high school math. <laughs> uh, did you watch anything cool this week, Nick? I've, I watched. I'm trying to get back into the habit of watching a movie a night. And yesterday, I actually watched two movies. Um, I watched Leave No Trace, which is a movie I had never heard of before. It was okay. Um, it was about a um, uh, a former vet, like war vet, not a veterinarian. And his daughter, uh, he suffers from he suffers from PTSD, and he can't stay in one place for too long. So he has them living out in the wilderness, hmm. and then they get caught for for living in on public property, which is the park, and they get put into these homes. And he keeps taking her, like leaving, and goes through the. It's it's an interesting movie, but it drags on for a while. I liked it well enough. And then the other movie I watched was uh, The Lie, which I believe came out as a twenty twenty movie. You know, where um, this girl kills her friend and the father 
kind of witnesses it, but then tries to hide it because he has no idea what, what to do kind of thing. And let me tell you, this movie stunk. It Did it? Bad. It was supposed to be a horror movie, and the entire time I'm just like, I predicted what was going to happen, and you know that's bad when I'm predicting things in a horror movie. Like, yeah. I like horror movies. I've seen enough of them to like know plots and stuff like that, but when I'm predicting what's going to happen within 20 minutes of the movie it's it's not good. It, was pretty, it, was, it, was, it was pretty boring yeah those are those are always the worst kind of horror movies when you're like you're watching them and you're like oh well you know this person's gonna yeah. die or this person is gonna yeah it's, it's this is gonna happen yeah and exactly exactly the ending the ending was so like non climactic not entertaining yeah non-climactic not entertaining whatsoever it kind of just i remember i looked at my phone because i'm like this is boring something happened in the movie i looked over i said okay cool i looked back at my phone and then all of a sudden i look over and the credits are rolling i'm like what has happened it's over? <laughs> That's it? so, will not recommend the lie will recommend leave no trace if you can't find anything to watch it's it's a it's a decent movie both are on amazon prime putting that up both are is that it both are on amazon prime Correct. Cool. 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 Uh, I watched a couple interesting things. The first one I want to talk about is something uh, that I highly recommend, which we haven't talked about yet, which is kind of crazy. That I guess it's only been a week. I, I, I was waiting for you to bring it. Well, I was going to talk about Wandavision first. Oh, okay. Yes, I have been watching Wandavision. We didn't talk about Wandavision last week, and holy shit, Wandavision is so good. So good. It's awesome. It's probably one of my favorite things the MCU has put out in a in a long time. Granted, they've been on a hiatus since uh Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. But but it's it's awesome, dude. I am having so much fun watching it. Yeah, it's it's really good. Sorry, the reflection of my glasses is fucking insane right now. Um anyway. I, I don't know. Um dude, it's like it I was not excited for WandaVision to come out whatsoever. And so, like, I was like, hey, yeah, I'll watch it. Like, I'll, I'll, I want to be part of the moment, you know. I'm not going to wait till it all comes out. I want to be – I don't, like, I have really bad FOMO when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like, I need to watch mm-hmm. the episodes as they come out because I need to be a part of the conversation. And then the first two episodes fucking got me, and the third one was even better. Like, I was like, holy shit. Like, this is going in places where I did not expect this to go. It's going to be super fucking dark. It's going to be, like, so many – it's going to set up phase four of the MCU, I think perfectly. It's all going to lead mm-hmm. into hopefully there's rumors that she's, uh, Wanda is going to be in the second Dr. Strange movie. So I feel like it's going to lead mm-hmm. up to that. I, I and, think she is. Yeah. I think she's like confirmed already. Okay. Well then it'll, lead, it'll probably lead up to that. And I'm very excited for that because they're apparently saying that the next Dr. Strange movie is going to lean more into the, the horror aspect aspect of the movies. And- WandaVision is dipping its toes in the horror. It's getting creepy. Like there's very yeah. creepy vibes in, in WandaVision and it's just like, damn, they're going there and it's and it's working very, very well. Well, like you said, like I had no idea it was heading in that direction because the promos that they had, there were only small hints of what the actual show was gonna be. They a lot of the clips they showed were just the first two episodes mm-hmm. of like them honoring the forties and the fifties TV show or fifties yeah. and sixties TV style. Like you didn't really see too much in the in the trailers and the previews for it. So when you actually watched it and you realized what was going on, it was mind blowing. It, it's insane. So it, it's it it hooked me. Fantastic show, and I cannot wait for next episode already. Yeah, and like that's another like it ended two weeks before the Mandalorian ended, or no, it started two weeks before the Mandalorian ended. So like now my Fridays I feel like normal again. I have something to look forward to coming home on Friday. It started 
It didn't start two. What do you mean it started two weeks before the Mandalorian ended? Two weeks after the Mandalorian ended. Did no, I didn't it start that? in January. Mandalorian yeah. ended in the beginning the of the middle of December. Around Christmas. I thought it ended around Christmas. Uh, you might be right. All, it's it's been like three or four weeks. Yeah. Time doesn't exist, though. <laughs> no, yeah, you, you're right. That's Fridays are definitely back to normal when you have something to look forward to. Like I, I did enjoy looking forward to the Mandalorian. Now I'm looking forward to enjoying WandaVision every Friday, which is cool. Right, and before uh, before Mandalorian, it was the boys every Friday. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. And then hopefully after WandaVision, it'll be Captain Falcon. Captain America, Cap Falcon, and Captain Winter Soldier, Captain Falcon. You know, <laughs> that's actually the title, <laughs> Captain Falcon. Show me your moves. Um, your moves. The other thing yes. I watched, and I watched. Well, I watched two things. We'll talk about the other one in a minute. Um, but I watched this as many times as it took to probably watch a movie. Uh, Hell has frozen over. And the Godzilla vs. Kong trailer was dropped this past Sunday on the 24th of January. Insert round of applause. Ooh, man. And uh, it was well worth the wait. I, I dropped a live reaction on our YouTube page, so go check that out at uh, YouTube.com or Search Bros Talking. It's, ph- it's phenomenal. Um, and then I'm planning on doing a full kind of trailer breakdown. I'm probably filming that tomorrow instead of, you know, when we're doing we usually do bros talking on Wednesday. I have Wednesday now to, to film something where I'll probably go scene by scene, talk about what I think's happening here and where I think it's gonna go and my thoughts on the whole trailer. Um but to give you a little quick overview, man, that fucking trailer was real good. The only thing I really had issue with was the music was strange. The music choice was weird, especially coming off of uh the first Godzilla King of the Monsters trailer where they used Claire de Lune a very, very good classical piece of music and they used a really shitty rap song for, for this movie, for this trailer. Um, that and, uh, and they put a little bit of a spoiler in, in the, in the trailer. They put a, they put a pretty big spoiler in the trailer, but, uh, yeah, but I, I want, I'm wondering if the people that made that trailer, they, they hit it pretty well. They Obviously, did. There's going to be, there's going to be eagle eyed people like you where you notice it right away because you're looking for things. Yeah. I was an average everyday Joe, and I watched that trailer. I wouldn't have noticed. No, that that's the thing. They they put a spoiler in it, but you're only gonna notice it if you go frame by frame of the trailer. You know what I mean? And yeah, and if you're looking for it. Yeah. So I'll probably gloss over it in my in my uh, breakdown tomorrow, just because I don't want to be one of those people that spoils that. Yeah. Um, but shaping up to be a dope movie. Like it, the the CGI looks dope. They the hype is there, man. It, it it reached number one on trending on YouTube, and it it is now uh, Warner Brothers Entertainment's most viewed trailer of all time, which means that people are fucking hyped for this movie, and I am so for it. I am living in the golden I, age of Hollywood Godzilla, and I could have lived any other time, but I'm living now, and that is just fucking fantastic. Yep. I, uh, I think them putting it on HBO Max really solidified the hype because yeah. now people are going to actually get a chance to go and yeah. to get to watch it now. I was thinking than- like in my head I was like man I kind of just want to rent out a theater <laughs> and and go view it by myself. Uh but it does, does kind of suck we're getting robbed of the IMAX version of this because yeah. I bet it would be so sick in IMAX. Um but I watched the trailer on my on my 60 inch TV with my soundbar and mm-hmm. I was listening I was like I'm 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 in. Like I can, I can watch this at home because I have this. I have the big sound. I have the big screen. Like I'm I'm good. I just need my you plan know for this I'm movie. Over, right? Oh yeah, my plan for this movie is to treat it like a theater experience, which means no one's getting up to go to the bathroom. 
Uh, yep. I'm going to make popcorn. All phones are getting turned off. Yep, all phones are getting put. No, no phones during the movie. Uh, all the lights are going off. The dog is going out before the movie starts, so he doesn't have to go out in the middle of the movie. There's no pausing this movie at any time. If you get up, you miss part of it, and that's it. Like I'm not pausing that's this movie. Kept, that's on you for missing it. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna get a big thing of popcorn. I'm gonna salt and butter that popcorn. I'm gonna throw some M and M's in there, so it's peanut butter. So it's like a little not peanut butter. So it's a little like chocolatey peanut uh, chocolatey popcorn action going on. Uh, I'm gonna get a big soda like I would at the theater, and I'm just gonna sit on my couch and I'm just gonna fucking watch this movie. And I hope. That it's like two and two hours and fifteen minutes long, and I just sit there and I just fucking eat it up. There's also gonna be no have they, talking. Have they given out the length yet? I don't think so. Uh, it's rumored that it's the shortest movie in the in the series so far, which I'm okay hey, with. As, as, yeah, as long as there's action throughout. Yeah. Which, but yeah, so based on the trailer, it looks like it's going to be. Yeah, it it, it looks great. I'll, I'll talk. I'll wax poetic about it in my my video that I'll throw up probably this weekend. Um, sure, you will. But it, I'm so hyped. Uh, but enough about Godzilla vs. Kong for this week, because I'm sure I'll talk about it again for the next. I mean, you've talked three about years. it for the last four, the, the four episodes. Yeah, so exactly. I don't know. I don't, I'm pretty sure this it's basically its own segment now. It is <laughs> Godzilla Watch 2021. Uh, but Nick, I'm going to need you to uh, put one minute on the clock, please. Oh. Bros talking presents the fast minute. The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift was released in 2006, and you can tell it was released in 2006 because Bow Wow is in this movie. But honestly, this movie was so much better than I thought it was going to be. I actually very much enjoyed this movie. Uh, Besides Lucas Black, the actor who plays Sean, he was kind of fucking terrible. Uh, Sean was probably the worst main character we've gotten in the first three Fast and Furious movies, but it also had the best side character that we've gotten in the Fast and Furious series, which is Han. Han is fucking badass, and I love him so, so, so much. Um, also, a Zachary Taylor or Zachary Ty Bryan uh, appearance, so shout out to Zachary Ty Bryan. Um, but this whole movie is basically just about one thing, and it's drifting. And there's a lot of montages, which is kind of the another negative thing about this movie, is that there's too many not montages, and it goes on for probably 15 minutes too long. Um, but there, it's basically Han teaching Sean how to drift, and there's a lot of montages about him drifting. And then finally, in the final car chase, when uh, the bad guy is chasing him down, damn it. When he gets his first drift nicely, fuck, dude. It is just a hype moment. Super fucking hype. And like... This movie is fucking good. Like it, it's not good, but it's good in comparison to the rest of the Fast and Furious movies. The past two, yes. Um, yeah, because isn't it? Isn't Tokyo Drift like, like realized or like known as the worst one? I don't think so. I think Too Fast is known as the worst one. Too, okay, yeah, yeah, Too Fast. Um, because I really, really enjoyed this. Uh, and there's a moment that gave me chills in this movie, which is like, whoa. Which is crazy, I know. Like at the end of the movie, uh, after Sean has become the new DK, which stands for dra- uh, dra- b- 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 Drift King. I was gonna say Drag King, but that's not right. Uh, as after he becomes the new Drift King, uh, he, they're in like the parking garage where they do all the races, and this guy uh, Bow Wow comes up to him. He's like, "Yo, somebody wants to race you." He said he was a friend of Hans, and he said he was family. And I was like, "Oh shit." Oh shit! So like they pull up to each other, and it's it's an American Dodge car next to Sean's car, and they look over, and it's fucking Vin Diesel, and I was like, oh shit, let's go, dude, let's fucking go, get hype, bro. This is started. Like it's this is this is the start. That moment was the start of like 
modern day Fast and Furious movies where shit gets real. You know what I mean? Like where 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 the action starts. I'm very very excited for Fast Four, which is just called Fast and Furious, which is fucking stupid. Which should be called Fast and yeah. Furious if 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 you ask me. Um, Ooh. I know, right? Uh, but Fast and Furious. And honestly, this movie was was not as cringy as the other ones, so I don't have quotes that define this movie. I really don't. Like there there was no quotes that stood up to me. It's like no one would really fucking say that. You know what I mean? Uh my not like the Paul Walker Supka. So no, nah, forget or about a cuh. No, yeah, no, none, of, none of that. Um my main gripe was that it was a little too long and that Sean is just a terrible character and Lucas Black is not a very good actor. Uh, but I enjoyed Bow Wow, and I enjoy. I also enjoyed. I really, really enjoyed Han, and uh, Han is the fan favorite. Yes, he I was know, fucking cool, that. dude. He's just like, like you see him, and he's always just eating something. And it's like, yeah, dude, I want to be your friend. Did and, he have long hair in that? Yeah, movie? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember it. I don't know if I've ever seen Too Fast or Tokyo Drift either. I think and, I started watching around four or five. And uh, Tokyo Drift, I know this is not representative of Japanese culture, but it made me want to go visit Tokyo. Like, Tokyo is so goddamn cool. You get there, like, where's all the drifting? <laughs> Why aren't we drifting every 24, like, 20, 20 seconds? Like, what the fuck's going on? Uh, but there was one where's part. Where's Godzilla? Why yeah. aren't we drifting? <laughs> yeah, there was one part that was, uh, they were street racing, like, on the freeway or whatever, and the cops just, like, go, like, he just goes by and, like, takes the speedometer or whatever. He's going 197 uh, kilometers per second. Uh, oh, I, thought, I know. I thought it was 197 miles per hour for us, or miles per hour for us. I was like, that can't be right. Um, <laughs> but he was also it, it was 197 kilometers per hour, not kilometers per second, because that's fucking fast. Um, sure is. And then he like Sean looks over at Han. He's like, why aren't they coming after? He's like, if they, if you do anything over 180, they can't catch you, so they don't even bother. And I was like, that's so fucking cool. <laughs> like that's so cool. Um, so no quotes to define this movie, but I would say that Tokyo Drift, number one, number two is The Fast and the Furious, and number three is Too Fast, Too Furious on my rankings right. right now. Excited for next week to listen to uh, your review of Fast and Furious. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited because I, I also think that one's bad. Like, I think people don't like that one, and then I think five is where it picks up to being like, people are like, these movies mm-hmm. are just really ridiculous and fun. Yeah, I remember five well enough. Five so. is the introduction of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I believe. Hobbs. Yep. And I also believe Jason Statham is the, is that one too. I think so. I, I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm very I'm very excited to get to those movies. And it's basically like an Avengers team up of car racers yeah. and I'm just very excited. Especially once it gets to 8. Yeah. Or 7. 7 I think is the team up the the first team up. Yes, I think so. Uh Fast or Furious 7. Yeah. F9 might be mentioned later on in the episode. Oh, oh, spoiler alert. But before we do that, just a little bit of housekeeping for you guys. You can catch this show usually every single Thursday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern time. If you want to be part of the show, head over to birdstalkingpod.com where you can submit your questions, your comments, your concerns, and feedback of any kind. And while you're at birdstalkingpod.com, you can click the shop tab or the merch tab, sorry, where we have shirts, sweatshirts, coffee mugs, and stickers available for two for two buy as some would say. Uh, if you can't buy merch at this time because you know there's a pandemic going on, don't worry about it. The way you can support us, you can go over to facebook.com slash bros talking. You drop us a like. Twitter.com slash bros underscore talking and drop us a follow. And Instagram.com slash bros talking and drop us a follow. Also, 
If you're at Bros Talking Pod, you can get to our YouTube page where you can subscribe. And if you do subscribe, which I had a dream last night that we had over 400 subscribers, which was not true. I woke up very oh. disappointed. But if you subscribe, you're automatically entered in to get uh, free merch. Once we hit 100 subscribers, we will choose that uh, someone off that list at random, and they will get free merch. Whew. That was all one breath. That was good. Did Thanks. you write that down? No, I practiced in the car the other day. Not even, not even fucking joking, dude. I practiced. No, like, I believe, I believe you. I, I practiced my host, my host introduction for <laughs> uh, my first time for like a solid two days beforehand. Um, I had a like a realistic goal that we should set. Okay, as like bros talking. Do you think we'd be able to reach a thousand followers slash subscribers on one platform in five years if we keep this up? I think so. I think that's realistic. A thousand, yeah, a thousand so, followers on Twitter, like on, on, just on one. Twitter, subscribers on YouTube, likes on Facebook. If we could reach a thousand on one of those by twenty twenty six, by January twenty twenty six, I think we could. I think that's very doable. But also, I think another as long, way. As long as we, it, well, go ahead. I was gonna say, as long as we keep up with what we're doing, plus adding more content. Yeah. I think what we need to do is, like we've said it before, that the fucking pandemic screwed a lot of things over for our YouTube channel. We haven't been able to do nearly as many YouTube videos as we wanted to do. Um, I, I think the pandemic screwed over a lot of people. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> Not just both talking. Well, no, I'm just saying like we would have a lot more YouTube content up right now if right. it wasn't for the pandemic. Right. Um, right. I'm not saying that we were the most important thing to get screwed over by the pandemic. Um, screw, but screw COVID, it ruined our plans of getting famous. Uh, another way y'all can support us is sharing us, liking us, reviewing us. So we get, you know, we pop up on the feeds more often than, you know, all that good stuff. Um, so that's another, another thing, another thing to keep up in your noggin. Think about, you know what I mean? Know what I mean? Nah, I mean, nah, I mean. Forget about it, Kurt. I mean, cut. <laughs> All right, but we have a big topic of the week, and I'm going to introduce it because it's a doozy. We are doing a... It is a doozy. Please please pay attention. Please pay attention. Please pay attention. We are doing a year-long fantasy movie draft. So it's like fantasy football, but it's with movies. So let me explain how that works. Each team will draft five movies and one counterpick. Uh, there's only one film. You're only allowed to drop, draft one movie per franchise, so the MCU comes to mind there. You can't two, choose two MCU movies. Uh, a counterpick is a film on the opposite team that you think will do poorly, and you'll get the opposite amount of points. Now, when I say points, we do scoring. Do you have a question? Have yes. A question? But, uh, finish. I'll answer my or ask my question after you're done. Okay. Uh, so the scoring goes like this. We combine the average scores of Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb, and Metacritic. We take those together, we average them out, and that is your score. Each score over 70 points gives your, gives your film one point, while anything below 70 will get negative one. But if your film scores over 90, your film will get plus two points. And if your film gets anything below a 50, it'll get negative two points. I think you should adjust that. How do you think I should I think adjust it? that? I think it should be anything below a 40 because the range from 70 to mm, actually that's not, it's only 20 points. So yeah, I did right. 20, yeah, 20 per each. Yeah. So it's yeah 70 and 90 and 70 and 50. Um, but yeah, so example for me, it's a, we're, I'm choosing a movie and plus the movies have to come out in 2021. So we can't choose 2020 movies, 2022 movies. That just wouldn't make sense. So the amp, example I chose was Morbius 
which is no longer coming out in 2021, I said, if I chose Morbius as my counterpick and it got a 72, you would get two points and I would get negative two points on my total. That makes sense? Because your counterpick that I had on my team did well. Yes. Okay. So you want... We, the, we, we obviously picked the counterpick last because yes. you have to pick... Okay. You want your counterpick. Your counterpick is the movie you have the least amount of faith in on the other team. Gotcha. And we're picking movies based on critic scores, so it's not. We're not doing. We could do the audience rev, uh, audience score on Rotten Tomatoes if you want. I'll leave that I up to you. Like, I feel like we should just because we're not movie critics, and so we should. A- audience- do you want to average those two, and that's the Rotten Tomato score? Yeah. Okay. So we'll do that. Let's do that. Um, and we're picking movies that we think will score well with the critics, not movies that we want to see or that we think we will enjoy necessarily. I think on my list, I have movies that I will enjoy, but I also think they'll do really well with the critics. But I also have some on there that I probably won't really care about, but I think they'll score really high. Yeah. I think most, I think since we're only drafting five, the majority of movies I'm going to want to watch that I'm picking. Yeah, that's the, that's the case. Like, if we had more people doing this, I'm sure there'd be a lot more obscure movies, like indie movies that we think will do really well, but you know what I mean? Right, right. Can I can I ask my question now? Absolutely. Um, Can we draft one or two backups in case any of our movies get pushed to 2022? Yes, we could do that. Like they'll, or they'll, they'll, be, can... they'll be on the bench. They'll be on our bench unless... Like so, for instance, if all my movies, all five of my movies, don't get pushed, my backups don't matter. Yeah, but we can do that. That's fine. For some reason, but if for some reason a movie gets pushed to 2022 in November, when it was planned on coming out in December, it gets pushed to May of next year. We're screwed. So that way, a backup is automatically slotted in there. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. And then, and then, if something, ha- some trickery happen, fuckery happens, and your bench gets moved to next year we'll just talk off stream about what movies we're gonna replace and then you know we'll or we could draft two backups of your priority backup and then your secondary backup. yeah that's fine we'll do two backups five movies two backups and then a counter pick okay okay so so i hope everyone's with us here if you're not with us send us an email at, uh, get in contact with us at brostockingpod.com i'd be happy to kind of explain it better or just send over my rules to whoever needs them um, but yeah, let's let's get into it. Let's do a let's do a coin cost and let's uh, see who's picking first. All right, pulling out the coin cost app. That's what it should be called. It should be called the coin cost app. It should be. It's not. All right, what coin are we flipping today? Let's just do a quarter. This is a, this is a big this is a big deal. So let's do a quarter. Quarter it is. You call it in the air. Yep. It is in the air. Uh, tails. It is heads. Oh, fuck. Okay, cool. Do you see it? Yes, I, I just see, it. Make sure you see yeah, it. I see it. Okay. I see it. Do you want to do a snake draft or you want to do a traditional draft? I mean, it's just the two of us. Let's just yes. do a traditional yeah. draft. <laughs> snake draft wouldn't really make sense, though. <laughs> All right. This is big. This is big. Um, also, we need to talk about a prize at the end. At the end, we're talking about no, a prize? No, like, I'm just saying, like, what at the end of this fantasy league, what's the, what's the, what's the prize? Um, we yeah, can talk about know. it later. We'll, we'll talk yeah, about it later. Well, well, yeah. As of right now, there are no stakes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm actually going to be picking a movie that's coming out soon. 
Uh, no, I don't know if this is number one pick worthy though. Boy, oh boy. Um, I'm gonna go with Dune. You don't? You're going Dune? I'm going Dune. I have I'm Dune on my list, that... but I'm worried that's gonna get pushed again. See, that's why I'm picking it because I think it's gonna get critically reviewed pretty well. So I need I need it on the list, but it might get pushed. It, right right now, it's slated to come out what November, October. October. October first. It's very possible, but it's, it's also possible, possible it doesn't get pushed because it's coming out on HBO Max too, mm-hmm. which is another big thing. But I uh, Dune was high on my list. I was going to select Dune in this draft at some point. Yep. Uh, yeah, a little nervous about it getting pushed, but I I don't I don't want to say I don't see how that movie can fail, <laughs> but I can see how that movie can fail. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm I'm picking it based off of the trailer. It looked phenomenal. It looked really good, and I'm really hoping that. It has a a list of uh, actors. The cast I, is I, I the reason why I would have chosen it. Yeah. Just yeah, I I honestly insane. think that if it's critically reviewed, if it's critically panned, it would probably be for storyline reasons. I don't that think is too convoluted. Be. Yeah. 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 So I'm going with Dune, my number one overall pick, to hopefully carry me to a title. Well, the last uh, Dennis Villeneuve film was critically acclaimed. It was. Mm-hmm. It was very much loved and that is uh, Blade Runner 2049 so mm-hmm. we'll see we'll see if he can keep up his his hot streak um, my first overall pick is actually a movie that's coming up pretty soon and I don't know if this is the one you were going to choose um, but I'm picking Raya and the Last Dragon that, that is wasn't even, not even gonna lie that wasn't on my list really but, it is a Disney yeah. movie that looks yep. phenomenal it does look really good. They just released a new trailer for it. They did, and it looks really, really good. Uh, Disney animated almost never misses. Like, almost never misses. Uh, there's been a couple here or there. Like, uh, The Good Dinosaur was one that like people forgot about as soon as it came out. Um, it's not Pixar. It's just straight-up Disney. So, I think this is technically... She would technically be a Disney princess, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, Probably, the, I would say so. But the animation looks phenomenal, and... It's Kelly Marie Tran who voices Rhea. I think I'm saying her name right, Rhea. Um, and Kelly Marie Tran, Kelly Marie Tran deserves all the success in the world in Hollywood because she sure does. Fucking Star people Wars ruined her life. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited for that movie. Unfortunately, it's coming to Disney Plus, but it's not coming to Disney Plus for free. You have to pay thirty dollars yeah, for it. Thirty dollars to rent it, dude. Yeah, it's not even gonna be uh, like you buy it. It's thirty dollars to rent. So it. I'm not gonna watch this right away. I'm not gonna watch this movie until it comes out on Disney Plus for good. Uh, kind of like Mulan did. Mulan came out on Disney Plus in September and then came to Disney Plus for uh, for no added cost in December. So I'm assuming Ray and the Last Dragon will probably be the same way that it comes out in March or May, and we'll. It's one of the M months. I don't remember which one it is. I think it's. I think it's March. Uh, so it'll probably. I. Uh, I bet it'll be on Disney Plus for no added cost in like June. Yeah. Which I'm super excited about. Kind of like, kind of like Mulan. Yeah. 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 All right. So Ray and the Last Dragons, your number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. My number two pick. This one's actually coming out sooner than Ray and the Last Dragon, so you never know. Uh, it's gonna be Judas and the Black Messiah. Damn. Ah, uh, I'm, I'm glad I I'm glad I picked it second. Were you picking that next? Uh probably not next, but I, I had it in my back pocket in case uh, you didn't so pick for, it. For, yeah, so that's it's coming out February. Hold on, I have it up. February 12th. So it's a week and a half away. Um, if you don't know what it's about, I'll read a quick synopsis. 
Offered a plea deal by the FBI, William O'Neill infiltrates the Illinois chapter of the Black Panther Party to gather intelligence on Chairman Fred Hampton. So it sounds it's it's obviously going to be some sort of civil rights yeah. movie um, taking place in Chicago. I don't know the year. If it's like a obviously it's not taking place right now. No, it's, it's with the Black Panthers. Yeah, I feel um, like it's the sixties probably. It's probably the in the middle yeah, of the civil rights movement. Probably. It's also got a banger of a cast. Yep. It's directed by Shaka King. It has uh I can never pronounce his name right. Daniel Kaluuya Kaluuya. Yeah, I know it's the guy from Get Out and uh Yep, yep. And Lakeith Stanfield, who yeah. I love. Mm-hmm. I love Lakeith Stanfield. And Jesse Plemons, Dominique Fishback. So Oh Jesse Plemons. Really isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's got a really good cast. It's got a good um, plot line. So that's I'm I'm going for it, hoping that uh it succeeds in the in the critics review. Yeah, I, I think it will. I think it will. Um, yeah, I'm 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 super. And another HBO Max movie. Another like HBO yeah. Max fucking killing it. <clears throat> um, my number two overall pick is going to be Edgar Wright's Last Night in Soho. I was on my list. Uh, I have just recently, not recently because I love Shaun of the Dead, uh, have just recently realized how good of a filmmaker Edgar Wright is. Dude, you still haven't watched Hot Fuzz, have you? I've seen Hot Fuzz, but I don't, I wasn't really paying attention through all of it. And I had like a super bad headache when I watched it. So I need to watch it again. And then I need to see the final in that trilogy, which I never watched. World, World done. And then I'd also like to see uh, Baby Driver because that's also Edgar Wright. So good. But uh, Edgar Wright's films are usually critically acclaimed. Like he does not, he hasn't missed yet. Uh, I feel like the one that isn't as popular is World's End, the last one of the uh, Nick Frost and um, Simon Pegg trilogy. It, that, that's, that's my least favorite of that trilogy, but it's still pretty good. Uh, but Baby Driver was, everybody loved Baby Driver, and I'm very, very excited for. Uh, for last night in Soho, coming off of uh, her, she's coming off of the Queen's Gambit hype, so Anna Taylor Joy is uh, is starring in that movie. Uh, so I'm I'm or Anya Taylor Joy, so not Anna Taylor Joy. Um, yeah, I'm very I'm very excited for that movie, and he, it was just delayed to October, so I'm I'm and I think it's probably going to get pushed again. Uh, he delayed it. You, you never know. Yeah. He delayed it mainly it's because he wants people to be able to see it in theaters, and. If well, they're still all, all direct, yeah. yeah, I know. But like, if uh, if they're still not, you know, a, a, an end to the pandemic, I think that movie gets pushed to twenty twenty two. But I'm hopefully hoping, hoping that it comes out in October. Hopefully hoping, hopefully hoping. You know what they call me, Mister Old Hopeful. That's that's <laughs> everybody calls. Me. All right. Um, for number three, I'm going to be picking Wes Anderson's. The French Dispatch. Jesus, I can't talk. The French Dispatch. Um, it's actually going to be releasing in two days, so we shall see some uh, some of the first reviews coming in soon. Hopefully, if if not, I don't know if they're not if they're out already or not. But the the French Dispatch is about the staff of a European publication decides to publish a memorial edition highlighting the three best stories from the last decade: an artist sentenced to life imprisonment student riots and a kidnapping resolved by a chef wes anderson's weird he but so but again like, he's another like edgar wright where all of his movies are loved 
and and this cast this cast is pretty badass also it's timothy chalamet bill murray tilda swinton benicio del toro uh owen wilson's in it adrian brody so it's got like everybody i think, in it. I think yeah so i think this movie is another one that is like i'm not i might not enjoy watching myself but i know the critics will yeah uh have you have you watched wes anderson films before yeah have you watched um i watched the what is it fantastic mr fox mm-hmm. and then that's, I, that's actually a good one and then i watched the hotel one um but I forget what it's called. Uh, the the Grand Budapest. Yes, that's also fucking good. He's he's got a really unique style that is it's, that comes through in every one West of his Anderson. movies. It's very like he has he has a style. It's it's a very Wes Anderson. Yeah. That 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 that's not might be a not might be a sleeper hit for you. I bet that that could review in like the nineties on Metacritic and and stuff like that. Um. Who okay. oh boy? Okay. Okay, okay, okay. For my third overall pick, I am going to go with In the Heights. In the Heights, directed by John Chu. Um, In the Heights is an upcoming American musical drama directed by John Chu from the screenplay by... Oh, I don't know who that is. Uh, but the film is based on the 2007 play inaugural play by uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Interesting. Um, so I th- I think I don't know how much press coverage this movie will get but I think what it does I think it'll be good. Like I think a lot of people will like this movie. Based off just based off Hamilton and how much people adored Hamilton and, and were super fucking hyped, like you were super hyped when it came to Disney Plus, and you probably watched it twice and then listened to the soundtrack on repeat. And it's another, and that's another Lin Manuel Miranda uh, creation. Like I feel like this one will be as is uh, Moana. Yeah, and, and people love Moana, and by people I mean me. So like, and me, I think I think this will be my sleeper hit to your Wes Anderson film. Okay. I want to know. Did you even have that on your list? I did not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> All right. My number four. Uh, I'm going. This is probably the the movie that I'm looking forward to the most, just based off of hype, uh, for my list at least. Um, I'm gonna go with Don't Look Up. It doesn't have a release date yet. But based off the director and the cast and the plot, I'm all in. And I hope the critics will be too. So don't look up. Uh, like I said, has no release dates. Coming out in 2021. Directed by Adam McKay. Don't look up as an upcoming American political satire disaster comedy film. Oh, boy. Written and directed by Adam McKay, who produced the film with Scott Stuber. It's about uh, the two scientists who go on a countrywide press tour telling everybody about an asteroid that's going to hit the Earth. Um, huh. Starring starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Timothy Chalamet, Ariana Grande, Kate Blanchett, Matthew Perry, oh, Matthew Perry, and Meryl Streep, and Chris Evans and Kid Cudi make an appearance, and so does Jonah Hill. So this uh, cast is fucking phenomenal. I think your list has just turned into you trying to get everybody to watch Timothy Chalamet movies because he is in three. He is in three of your movies. Listen, Dune, <laughs> French Dispatch, and Don't Look Up. Which, uh, granted, Timothy Chalamet is a very good, young, up-and-coming actor. So, yeah, go for it, dude. He was, yeah. Granted, some of these movies were delayed, so it's not like he was doing three movies. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. 
Uh, is that the one that's coming to Netflix? Is that one coming to Netflix? Yes. Yeah. Straight right. to Netflix. Um, I believe my guess is it's going to be a holiday blockbuster. So it'll be around Christmas time. That's my guess. Um, I don't think it'll be a summer blockbuster. I, I, no, as of a couple of weeks ago, they were still filming. Oh shit. So yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that movie probably comes out in October or like November or somewhere. Yeah, I, there. I'm, I'm, I'm going with November, December time. It, uh, Right at the end of the Oscar push, right there. That's when that movie's gonna go. Yep, exactly. Exactly. It's gonna be. No- it's probably gonna be nominated for a couple. Oh man! All right. It's crazy that we don't have any, like we don't have any blockbuster like blockbuster movies yet, and I don't I know. I have some. I have some on my list. I do but too, I but I don't, I'm not gonna. I don't think I'm gonna pick them. <laughs> um, my number four. My number four overall pick. I want to pick it, but I think this is the riskiest one so far for either of us. Okay. Uh, a Quiet Place Part Two. Ooh, that is risky. A Quiet Place was a uh, was 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 quietly a hit, if you will, uh, back in 2017 when it first released. The directorial debut of Sir John Krasinski. Um, and this movie was supposed to come out last year. It was supposed to come out like two weeks. And it was supposed to come out in like two weeks, and then got delayed indefinitely because of the pandemic. Yeah, because theaters shut it was down. It's supposed to come crazy. out at the end of March. Yep. Yeah, um, crazy. That was, it was ready to go. They so were press tours for it, everything. That's another reason why I think it's a little bit of a risk, is because people have been anticipating this movie, and like it could be disappointing. Uh, because this movie was kind of like uh, a Quiet Place Part Two was kind of kind of came out of nowhere. It's like people weren't really expecting a sequel, and then it was announced and coming out in like two months. You know what I mean? And I think that was the big thing about it was that it was kind of a secret that it came out. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, and the, the, and the fact that John Krasinski was directing. Like, yeah. And so I'm hoping that'll be good. I've really, really enjoyed the first one. And I think this one delves deeper into the lore of when the aliens first came or the monsters first came, which will be cool and interesting to learn about. Uh, I'm hoping that this just gets me, you know, like, 10 points like this just sits at an 80 on Rotten Tomatoes that's all I want um I'm hoping that it just, it, I want that to be like my my seven hitter you know what I mean like he gets they they get like 30 RBIs a year but the, they are always consistent you know what I mean or or even your number nine hitter where yeah. they're basically a second leadoff hitter they exactly get, they don't bring in runs but they get on base exactly also 30 RBIs a year is terrible and you shouldn't have someone on your team sure is. <laughs> there is should not be in the starting lineup all right my fifth and final pick for my my like starting lineup. So I had some, I had a movie written down and it comes out in two days. And I literally just crossed it off my list. Cause I know it's not going to get good reviews. And that was Malcolm and Marie. So I'm not, I don't know what that is. Not John David Washington and Zendaya. Mm-hmm. It's a black and white, it's a black and white movie where I think it's just them. And like, I almost picked it because of like what the trailer looked like, but I'm switching it up. I'm gonna go with the harder they fall. I don't know that is, is either. I will. I will read you the synopsis. Oh, the harder they fall is an upcoming American Western film directed by James Samuel J.M. Samuel, who co-wrote the screenplay with Boaz Yakin. It stars Jonathan Majors, Idris Elba, Lakeith Stanfield, Delroy Lindo, and Regina King. The film is set to release on Netflix in 2021. It's a. It's it's an old. It's a western. And it has Idris Elba in it and Lakeith Stanfield and Delroy Lindo. That's all I needed to hear. I am all in. Delroy Lindo, the last movie that he was in that I'm aware of, was The Five Bloods. And he should have been nominated for all the awards. He was so good. 
in the five bloods. So I'm very excited for him to be to share a screen with Lakeith Stanfield and Idris Elba. So I'm hoping. Granted, I know westerns don't necessarily do well with the critics, but I'm hoping this one will. I mean, that's not necessarily true. Like a lot of well, like I think the golden day of westerns is over because that was probably the '90s when Tombstone and Wyatt Earp and uh, Unforgiven all came the out. Classics. A lot yeah, of the classics, yeah, Lonesome Dove and shit. Although I think Lonesome Dove might have been before that, but um, Quigley Down Under. Yeah, all, all those. Like I feel like that was like the golden age of of westerns, and we haven't really had any good ones <laughs> since then. So maybe this will change the change the pace. You know, when, with Red Dead Redemption 2, when that came out, I was like, I really need a good Western movie to watch. And the only ones I turned to were the were the the 90s movies. So Yeah. Um, Why didn't you turn to The Hateful Eight? I didn't. Uh, uh, the Hateful Eight was like one of my least favorite Tarantino movies. Yeah, I was joking. It's pretty bad. <laughs> my fifth and final pick is an interesting one. and um, But I have a very good reason for it. Uh, my fifth and final pick is going to be The Beatles Get Back. Ooh. It, the Beatles Get Back is a uh, is a restored documentary from never-before-seen footage of the Beatles during their recording sessions of the album Let It Be, uh, coming to you from Peter Jackson. That's what that's that's the part that gets me is the fact that Peter Jackson the Peter Jackson right part because Very he did excited. in 2018 he did a uh, a documentary of World War One called They Shall Not Grow Old, um, and the synopsis for that movie is using state of the art technology and materials from the BBC and an Imperial War Museum filmmaker Peter Jackson allows the story of World War One to be told to them by the men who were there, so it's basically just restored footage of World War One and it's like a documentary and it's sitting at a 99 on Rotten Tomatoes an 8.3 on IMDb and a 91 on Metacritic. Okay. So if he gives that treatment to the Beatles and people who are going to review this movie are probably going to be Beatles and music fans and documentary fans, I feel like this movie is going to fucking crush. Not not a bad pick. I'm I'm actually I'm happy that you picked it. I'm happy that it's on a list. I'm so excited for that movie. It looks that, awesome. That that movie I slated to come out in August. Um it might be one of the movies that I'm like, all right, I'll go to the theater for this. Yeah. Like now, like now that it's somewhat safe and everything's getting back to normal hopefully, knock on wood, that would be a movie that I would go see in theaters because I'm so excited for that. I, I need the sound of the Beatles like in stereo. Yeah. So very excited for that. So glad it's on your list. All right. So do you want to draft the backups and then we'll we'll draft the... Uh, the counterpicks? Counterpick, yeah. Yeah. All right. So my first backup. So this is the backup that's first in line. If any one of my movies gets delayed, this one automatically goes into my um, my starting lineup. My first backup is Mission Impossible 7. Nice. First so, big blockbuster, so, really. It, it's the first big blockbuster, but I also had to look up what Mission Impossible 6 did. Mission Impossible 6, 7.7 on IMDb, 97 on Rotten Tomatoes, and 86 on Metacritic. But yeah, people love those so, movies, dude. They've been so good recently, apparently. Like I haven't yep, seen them. So, but... I'm, so I'm really hoping Mission Impossible 7 stays with the status quo of the movies being above average so that's what i'm going for with my backup pick my first backup pick and i'm kind of i'm i'm nervous because i kind of wanted it in my top five and i probably should have replaced it with uh, this one but i'm also nervous that it won't come out um it is an a24 movie called the green knight uh it stars it's uh, written and directed yes. by david david okay. lowry I, well, 
Sorry, go ahead. Keep going. Okay. Sorry. Uh, uh, written and directed by David Lowry, starring uh, Dev Patel and Dev Patel, Alicia Vikander, Joel Edgerton, uh, and that's basically the the big names there. But uh, the synopsis is an epic, an epic, an epic fantasy adventure based on the timeless Arthurian legend. The Green Knight tells the story of Sir Gawain. King Arthur's reckless and headstrong nephew who embarks on a daring quest to confront the eponymous Green Knight, a gigantic emerald-skinned stranger and tester of men. It's, like, got horror vibes to it. Like, they released a trailer last year, and it looks fucking beautiful, and Dev Patel looks fucking dope in it, and it's A24, and they don't miss. They don't. That's a good backup. It's good. I love A24. I know I know. I kind of recently introduced you to A24 with Hereditary, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And Dev Patel is awesome. I'm a big fan of Dev Patel, so that's that's a good backup. I'm very excited for the movie. It's uh, supposed to come out in July, I believe. So that that's if any of my movies get delayed, that's the first off the bench. And I, but I also have a feeling that that movie is up for delay too. July is a weird time. Yeah, you never, you never know. And it's a twenty four. They definitely want it in theaters. So who knows? All right, my second backup. All right. Um, I'm gonna. Oof. I think I'm gonna go another blockbuster for my backup. Okay. I think I'm gonna go No Time to Die. Fuck, dude. That was gonna be my second backup. James Bond. Bond. Shit. The only thing is, uh, Daniel Craig, his second Bond movie, I think, Quantum of Solace, did not review well. It was terrible from from the reviews, but. Casino Royale is just so highly regarded as such a good as movie. As one of the that, best Bond like, movies, yeah. Yeah, so I think people have high hopes for this one. And R- Rami Malek's in it. Um, I don't know who the girl is. Do you know who the, uh, the lady is? It's Anna Darmus. It is Anna Darmus. Okay. So, I again, this is my second backup. I would need two movies in my starting lineup to get delayed into 2022 for this to even be mentioned as one of my um, movies. But I think it's a solid second backup. So I think it has an opportunity to be at least in the seventies. I don't have Casino Royale here, but uh, Quantum of Solace did a got a sixty six uh, or sixty four on Rotten Tomatoes, a six point six on IMDb, and a fifty eight on uh, Metacritic. Uh, oh, Casino Royale is right here. Casino Royale, yeah, ninety five on Rotten Tomatoes, a ninety on Metacritic, and an eight on IMDb. So, and Great, then Sky. Came out, when when did Casino Royale come out? Like two thousand six years ago. Yes, 15 years ago. Oh, Holy wow. fuck. Wow. <laughs> uh, Sky, fuck, dude. 15 years. 20, 2006 yeah. was 15 years ago. Talk about a... Uh... Whew, hey, let's okay. not. What? Let's not talk about <laughs> uh, Skyfall, which was the one after Quantum of Solace, uh, got a 7.7 on IMDb and 92 on uh, Rotten Tomatoes and 81 on... Metacritic and then Spectre, which is the most recent one, got a 6.8 on IMDb, a 63 on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 60 on Metacritic. So they're hit or that miss. Actually did, that actually did worse than Quantum of Solace. Yeah, they're they're hit or miss. But I think I think right. No Time to Die. It's I think his big send off. So I think it'll be pretty good. The the way it's going too, it's going good, bad, good, bad. We just had a bad one. So yeah, exactly, good, exactly. Right? Look at that. I'm also not a huge James Bond fan. Like no, me either. So I'm just gonna kind of. Throw it out there, and didn't it just get delayed again to November? Yes, it was supposed to come out last March, March, 
and then I got delayed till November, and then I got delayed again till May, and then I got delayed again. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, that that one also might be at risk of falling out of 2021. I don't um, think it will though. I think it got delayed too much for it to get pushed back into another year. I think I think they'll they'll release it in November for the holiday blockbuster scene. Yeah, I, that, that's that's probably a good bet. Uh, my last, my second backup off coming off the bench is my first big blockbuster I'm choosing, and I am choosing Top Gun Maverick. That was on my list. I the, almost chose it instead of No Time to Die. So the first sequel to Top Gun, and it's starring Tom Cruise. Do you happen to have Top Gun's scores? Uh, the first Top Gun. Oh, give me a second. Give me a second. Uh, Top Gun from 1986. Got a 6.9 on IMDb and a 55% on Rotten Tomatoes. There's no way it's going to be better than Top Gun. You don't think so? That out there. I no. I think Top Gun is kind of a cult classic, though. So I feel like people yeah. have uh, have appreciated Top Gun more than they did when it first came out. So I feel but like... Cult classics, cult classics don't rate well with critics, though. They rate well with people. Yeah. Like, we're well, looking at critics. Scores. That's why it's my backup. That's why it's my backup. Okay. There, there, there you go. I can't, I can't shit on your backup. I'm sorry. Can't shit on the bench players. They're bench players for a reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. All right. So time to pick counterpicks. I get to pick my counter pick. Mine's easy. I'm gonna go a quiet place too. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Yeah, I mean that 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 could net you. That that movie gets a sixty. That's ten points for you right there. But yep. again, that movie gets an eighty. That's negative ten points for you. So. Yep. Shit, dude. I think all yours are bangers. Can you read me your list one more time? I didn't ram. So down. mine, uh, in order, it's Dune. Judas and the Black Messiah, French Dispatch, Don't Look Up, and The Harder They Fall. I I know what I would pick as my counterpick, as your counterpick at least. I'm struggling between Dune and uh, Don't Look Up as okay. the counterpicks. Um, Dune, because of what we talked about earlier about how it could be very complicated and people might not understand what the fuck is going on, so it might review poorly. And mm-hmm. Don't Look Up because while Netflix movies are good like extraction was good i don't think extraction reviewed particularly well um i could be wrong but i'm leaning towards your number one overall pick of dune just because so yeah so extraction got a 6.7 on imdb 67 on rotten tomatoes and 56 on metacritic so i'm leaning towards dune but i'm also thinking but like you got leo dicaprio in that movie he probably wouldn't sign on if it was terrible (laughs) you know what i mean and j-law she's the other main but J Law's done some pretty shitty movies. She did Passengers yeah, but, with Chris Pratt. Yeah. Okay. She has, she <laughs> and, has, and the X Men really movies. Well. Okay. So maybe uh, maybe she doesn't sign on looking at the quality of the film. She just wants the paycheck. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Don't look up. That's gonna be my counterpick okay. because I feel All like right. the nerds will review fucking Dune super well. So <laughs> so I feel like uh, I feel like Don't Look Up will uh, get the worst reviews. What do you, That's what was not you, what I. What was you? I would have chosen uh, the harder they fall. Really? Yeah, just because it's a western. I you'd, you'd never know. Yeah, and plus there's not there's not a lot known about it. So, but it's got Idris Elba. Yeah, that's all that matters. I'd watch it. And, and like I said, Delroy Lindo, can't wait for him. In a western, it's gonna be badass. 
right, Nick, run through your picks one last time with your with your bench players and your counter picks. Gotcha. So uh, my my picks are Dune, Judas and the Black Messiah, French Dispatch, Don't Look Up, and The Harder They Fall. With my bench players being Mission Impossible Seven and um, Double O Seven, No Time to Die. Or yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. 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 That's, yeah. No time to die. I wrote down No Time to Die. No Time <laughs> to Die. And uh, my counter pick is A Quiet Place Two. Your picks are Raya and the Last Dragon, Last Night in Soho, In the Heights, A Quiet Place Two, and the Beatles Get Back. Their backups being, or your backup being The Green Knight and Top Gun Maverick, with your counterpick being Don't Look Up. Yeah, that's it. Good luck. GLHF. We'll, uh, we'll catch up on the, uh, the I mean, maybe my birthday episode where we're yeah, drunk. We'll, we'll that's probably what we'll do in the end of the year if those movies are all out. We should also try to keep up with them during the year when they come out. So we, um, yeah, exactly. So we'll 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 do a we'll do a check in. It'll be a segment randomly when movies gets. Uh, what was the used. movie you were gonna pick that comes out in two days? Oh, uh, Malcolm and Marie. Uh, right, right, right. I'm, I'm interested to see. Although, like black and white films review really well. Look at the Lighthouse. It was just two so, actors. I, I'm I might this might be a little cheap, but I looked it up when I was looking up movies. Um, today for my list I googled Malcolm and Marie and I had it on a list and then I googled it it's already it hasn't come out yet but it's a 67% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 55 on, on uh, Metacritic yeah. yeah so I did not add it to my list so I think the first one that comes out for you then is Judas and the Black Messiah right comes out in two weeks less than two weeks yeah so uh, this will be fun uh, guys let us know what you think which team will you think will win which team you think is better Mm-hmm. Uh, we can post these on uh, on on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, and so you guys can keep up with uh, with our teams and all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, just let us know in the comment sections of those which uh, which team you think will be will be better. I, I'm I'm loving my movies. I'm excited, and like I said, the only movie I think that I like am not really looking forward to watching myself is French Dispatch, just because of how ridiculous it looks. But I'm going to watch it because it's on my list and it's got Bill Murray. And uh, Timothy Chalamet. The only one on my list I'm not looking forward to watching. It's not that I'm not looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the least is In the Heights. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't even think I've seen anything on In the Heights. Um, but is I'm there not, even a trailer? Yeah, I think there's a trailer. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Green Knight more than I am In the Heights. Me too. Me too. Um, but yeah, I I didn't pick Godzilla vs Kong. I know, and I'm not. That might be surprising. I'm gonna love it, but the critics are not. <laughs> I can already tell you that that movie's not gonna do well. Can I go through my list of movies that didn't get picked by yeah. either of us? Yep. Um, Spider-Man Three, the unnamed Spider-Man. I don't movie think that's coming right out now. this year. I don't think it'll come out either. It's absolutely going to get delayed. Uh, Godzilla vs Kong, Suicide Squad, James mm. Gunn's Suicide Squad, uh, F Nine. <laughs> I had F Nine written down too, but I'm not gonna pick it. Are you kidding me? Black Widow, The Candyman. By Jordan, I, from Jordan I almost Peele. picked Candyman, yeah. Uh, Space Jam. Red Notice, which is the one with uh, Gal Gadot, The Rock, and Ryan Reynolds. Mm. And and Malcolm and Murray. It's weird that we didn't pick an MCU movie. Uh, I almost picked Shang-Chi and the 12. I think Shang-Chi is going to get delete also. But yeah, I think, what is it, Shang-Chi and the 12 something. Um, or the 8 something, I don't remember what it's called. Um, that and Eternals are slated to come out this year. And Black Widow. But, um, honestly, 
Like, I don't think all any, all three of those movies, I don't think are going to be that great, especially coming off of how good WandaVision is right now. I think they're going to be held to a higher standard, and I don't think they're going to hit it. I think out of the three that are supposed to come out this year, I think Shang-Chi has the best opportunity to be something completely different and rate high among the Yeah, critics. I think Black Widow will just be more Black Widow. You know, like, will be more we, Winter Soldier. We, we basically saw what the movie was about in the trailer. Yeah. Like, we saw the movie in the trailer, so, meh. All right, Nick. If people still gonna, watch it. yeah, still gonna watch Whatever. it. Still gonna watch it. If uh, if people wanted to get uh, get at you with uh, your list of movies and talk to you about them, where would they go? Well, they'd go to Instagram and or Twitter, and they'd search in the little search bar N I C K A zero two three. Then you would find me. Then you click on my profile, and then you'd start talking to me about things. Oh, look at that! If you want to get at me with all my my list of movies and tell me why I should not have put a Quiet Place Part Two on this list, you can go to any social platform and type in at Amazing including twitch.tv slash Amazing Asthmatic. You can go there, too. Uh, but if you want to get in contact with either of us or the show, go to brostalkingpod.com, where you can get to the contact page, and you can send us emails and yell at us about all of our stuff. Are you um, are you regretting your pick of A Quiet Place 2? A little bit, but not really. I think it'll be all right. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. regret it. I think, at be. worst, they'll probably get, like, a 68, which is only a negative two points. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't think it's going to be in the 50s or 40s. I, no. I don't think it's going to be that bad. But yeah. Especially with my, my, girl, my girl Emily Blunt leading the charge. Yep. But Nick, until next week. Till next week, Ethan. Deuces. Deuce. There once was a ship that put to sea, and the name of that ship was the Billy a T. The winds blew hard about it down. Blow me, bully voice, blow. <laughs> Soon may the wellerman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. She had not been two weeks from shore when down on her a right whale bore. The captain called all hands and swore he'd take that whale in tow. Soon may the wellerman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. Before the boat had hit the water, the whale's tail came up and caught her. All hands to the side, harpooned and fought her when she dived down below. Soon may the wellerman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go.